Support for the Screen Addicts podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code SCREENADDICTS at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 14 million balls. Recorded in front of a live studio audience. Fire up the projectors, turn on your TVs, and adjust your antennas. It's time for the Screen Addicts Podcast. This is your mini-sode of the Screen Addicts Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Cinema, Steven Sosa. And I am your other co-host, TV Viegas. TVV. Hey, that's pretty good. I like that. I like how you differentiate <laughs> movies in the beginning of the week and your TV at the end of the week. I like it. That's right. So, Chris, are you uh, all peeled from our uh, 12 rounds of boxing from earlier this week? Man, I uh, have taken all the ice baths. I have all <laughs> the icy hot on. It, it was a slugfest, but uh, it was Cortisone it was shots. <laughs> That's right. That's that sounds right. good. Well, yeah, if you haven't heard our earlier episode this week, we talked about our top three favorite boxing movies because Creed 3 is actually hitting theaters today, as today is Friday, and we are releasing this mm-hmm. episode. And again, we'd like to thank Matt from the GoFo podcast for coming on and joining us earlier this week for that episode. That was fun. Yes. He was a fun guest, man. He was yeah. a really fun guest. Chris, I bring nothing but the best, okay? I bring the best in the biz is what I do, okay? Here's the thing is you bring on the guests that will back up your picks. You bring (laughs) in people that that are going to side with you. One of these days I'm going to get to bring in the guests and they're going to take my side. I, I will say his picks definitely outclassed ours in the sense of oh, uh, respectability, <laughs> you know, and, and I've already heard so much shit about not putting Raging Bull in my top three. And I'm like, I'm sorry. It's a great movie. But if you listen to the episode, we talk about why it wasn't mm-hmm. on there. It's a great movie. It's just not my personal favorites. It's just not. It's like our, our last week's episode, you know, uh, I think somebody mentioned, why wasn't the fly higher? wasn't on the list and oh yeah oh trevor trevor alonzo list, bro yeah trevor alonzo calling you out right now he says why wasn't the fly higher hey at least we acknowledged it you know that's my thing that's right. it's like and if we have more people on like if we had like a quad cast of co-hosts mm-hmm. i think surely one of them would have had it in their top three but it's pretty difficult jeremy to narrow down jeremy a hundred percent a hundred percent would have had the fly if not number one probably number two he probably would have tried to steal starship troopers from me but yes so for trevor listening phantom jeremy had the fly at number one so there's that but after the uh boxing recap we went on and watched some stuff like we usually do you know what i'll go ahead and go first and tell you what i watched this week or chris would you like to go first it doesn't matter to me i'll go first um okay mine's super quick uh i've been like I said, the last couple of weeks, I've been dedicated to one show, Big Bang Theory. I'm now yeah. on season six, yeah. flying through it. Um, How many seasons so are there the, again? I think there's like 12. Holy 13, shit. Maybe. So you're like halfway. <laughs> yeah, in three weeks, I'm halfway done. I watched Southpaw, which we talked about, but I had mm-hmm. a rewatch. Uh, it's been a minute since I watched it and go back and listen to the 
earlier week's episode. Uh, such a good movie, man. And I still cried. Uh, I think I'll cry every time I watch that movie. Mm-hmm. So um, Pretty heavy. There's that. I, I don't want to bring it up again. I, already, I just got over it. Um, Boy, we went through then, a lot. And that, there was a lot of sad boxing sheesh. movies. That's for sure. Ugh. Um, and then the last thing I've kind of watched this week is uh, The Last of Us. Mm. That show continues just to hit on all aspects of of wonderful, great TV, man. And I'm so excited that uh, HBO Max has brought that show into our lives. Thank you, HBO. You know, mm-hmm. episode seven wasn't my favorite. Sorry to say it, but wasn't my favorite you know i'm with you there a little bit man um it was you know it i think it was a kind of a necessary episode it's one of those episodes that you have to have to watch you got to get some backstory of ellie and what she's gone through and uh to make her the way she is with joel uh at the present moment with him Mm -hmm. and you know spoilers if you haven't watched uh the newer episodes yet but you know he he's knocking on death's door and she (laughs) you know she has a choice do i go do i leave him to try to save him or do i stay here and help this man this episode kind of explains why she's not gonna leave him and she's gonna stand by him it's a necessary episode like you said not one of my favorites up to this point but i think uh it's good and from the previews for the next uh, episode um it's leading into some major stuff about to happen oh yeah i did think that there was a lot of good visual camera work in this last episode the shot at the mall mm-hmm. where the lights come on and she's standing on the rail man that was gorgeous gorgeous shot so i'll give it that much it's uh, a little stranger things yeah I, I was like are we back at the star court <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's a very good that's what i was thinking too malls are back at least on TV. <laughs> That's right. I miss going to the mall. I was a little mall rat. You little mall Not rat. Me. I was a flea market rat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can respect uh, that. Oh man, but that's about all I've been watching. I got a uh, I'm I'm a lone wolf this weekend as my wife is away oh. for work. So um maybe I'm this week, maybe next week's recently watched episode I may have some more stuff. So we'll see. Mr. Mom, huh? Yep. It's not fun. All right, well, no, it's 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 work. Yeah, we need it we is. need our wives. <laughs> 100%. Some of the things I watched this week, borderline interesting to absolutely insane to what the hell did I just watched. So I will go with what the hell did I just watched. And that is the new indie film called Skinamarink currently on Shudder. And this is an indie film directed by first time filmmaker Kyle Edward Ball. And apparently he only spent about $15,000 on the budget for this movie. And if you see it, you will understand why. This movie was one of the more difficult movies I've had to sit through in a long, long time. No real clear narrative unless you read the synopsis before you watch it. I urge everyone to go and watch the trailer for this movie if you watch the trailer that's pretty much the entire movie it's a lot of still imagery camera doesn't move from a lot of shots apparently these two little boys are left home by their their father in the dead of night and then all the windows in the house vanish and there's apparently some kind of demonic entity up in the attic trying to coax them into coming up there i don't know it's so weird so slow paced i thought okay how long is this movie like 80 minutes it was almost two hours long 
And I wanted to give a oh, shout wow. out to my man Connor for sitting through the whole thing with me because <laughs> I was like, he came downstairs while I was about to start it. And he's like, oh yeah, I'll watch that with you. I'm like, really? We could watch like Parks and Rec like we are watching instead of this. But he's like, no, this this might be good. So we sat through it, pretty much made fun of it. We like mystery science theatered the movie to death because I don't know how else to get through that movie without knocking on it. And I'm sure there's some pretentious film students or snobs that are like, the aesthetic was glorious it was perfectly <laughs> contained within the visual imagery and the sound effects you know i'm like yeah that's cool but that was a long boring ass movie and but that being said from a certain visual standpoint yes i will say it was interesting but yeah skin a rink watch the trailer and if you do you pretty much watch the movie i uh, watched <laughs> m night Shyamalan's new movie knock at the cabin starring big dave batista this was an interesting movie uh batista and three other of his cohorts show up at this cabin of this this couple and it's a husband and husband with their adopted daughter and they approach them and say, look, you have to kill your partner. Otherwise, the end of the world will happen. You must sacrifice one that you love. Otherwise, the rest of humanity dies. It was bonkers. It was so crazy. And I will say that I actually enjoyed the movie. It was one of Shyamalan's better films that he's had recently. Old was okay. Like, old had a good concept, a really interesting plot, but it didn't really finish it off in the in, in the finale. Knock at the Cabin, I thought was pretty well done. And Batista, man, Batista is actually a really good actor, considering you look at the long list of wrestlers turned actors, he's definitely at the top as far as ability to act. I thought he was pretty good in that one. And I do recommend Knock at the Cabin. I, I mean, Cena's different. Like, Cena's really funny. Like, Cena has a lot of really mm-hmm. good comedic roles. And I've never really seen him do anything serious. It's either funny or action and like in fast and the furious is dominic toretto's little brother he's just playing an action guy and he has a certain scowl about him that's a bit comical like he just has like this clay face like it's just really comical looking face almost like earnest Mm -hmm. with muscles i just i've never really seen him do anything serious but batista man he's been in a lot of serious roles he was in that he was in dune he was in specter Mm -hmm. as one of the bond villains like he's pretty good uh blade runner 2049 like he opens up blade runner and he's really good in that yeah, man, as Next. far as acting ability, I put I put Batista at the top, even over The Rock. I mean, because, again, The Rock's action, he's a comedy guy. He's not really yeah. into dramatic fare. And another question about this movie real quick. Um, mm-hmm. is Does it have the, the M. Night Shyamalan big twist? I think so. Yeah, it, it, it yeah. doesn't necessarily leave too much for interpretation. And it does mm-hmm. to a certain extent. But, yeah, I think that it wasn't anything too shocking, but you're just kind of like, hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. That's an interesting ending. I thought the ending of it was a lot better executed than that of old. <laughs> yeah, I would say I say it was pretty good. So, Knock at the Cabin, highly recommend. Went to the theaters and saw the number one movie at the box office, Cocaine Bear, <laughs> directed by Elizabeth Banks. And I posted a TikTok about it, like a little mini review, and I'll probably do that on our uh, Screen Addicts TikToks, which you should do too. Like, you should just toss out some of your own film reviews out there and Posted on our new Screen Addicts TikTok we'll page. We'll do it but for sure. I I think that it was it was okay. Like it wasn't, and I like really dumb weird movies. I love trauma movies. So there's nothing that yes. is too weird or too <laughs> gross or too gory or too weird for me. I just I, I, that's just what I like. I like weird shit. And so Cocaine Bear though it teetered on the lines of so many different genres. Like it wasn't funny enough to be a comedy. It wasn't gory enough to be a horror movie. And it wasn't campy enough to be an instant cult classic. And Like I said, it just bordered all of these genres to a point where it should have just picked one and jumped all the way into it. 
but it didn't. And I think it's kind of playing itself a little bit safe there. Cast was pretty good. Yeah. I thought that it had a really good cast. But that being said, it wasn't a bad movie. I wouldn't rush to the theaters to see it. I would say either early matinee or possibly just wait for streaming. But yeah, I would suggest you watch it. It was entertaining enough to watch. But like I said, I wouldn't pay like a, a full price ticket price for it. I, I went to a matinee just to be on the safe side. Mine was only like six bucks. So I didn't feel like I wasted too much in that regard. And finally... On television, man, like you, I'm hooked on Tulsa King. I think that is one of the best shows on TV right now. Stallone is so good in it. He's so funny, and it's so action-packed. I just absolutely love Tulsa King. It's The best thing that I could say about it is it's The Sopranos meets Yellowstone. And if you like either one of those or neither of them, I would say that the combination works well with Tulsa King. So it's on Paramount+. Plus. Highly recommend you watch Tulsa King. Have you watched that yet? No, but as much as you've been talking about it, it's probably one I'm going to start here pretty soon. Yeah, man, it's really good. I tried to get my dad to watch. He's like, I don't have Paramount Plus. I was like, oh, (laughs) sorry for hyping it up so much. Maybe you could use my login (laughs) or something. Yeah, that's all I got, man. So I guess we're on to headlines. First headline I had was that the announcement of HBO's Succession, their top-rated critical drama, is going to be ending on season four. So if you're a fan of Succession, like I just became, I'm going to be <laughs> very disappointed because it's already over. I'm about to finish up season three, so the forthcoming fourth season is in fact its final season. So that was kind of a bummer, and I wanted to shout out to my uh, friend Robert Roca who recommended so much. Hey, watch Succession, watch Succession, watch Succession. And I'm like, all right, fine, I'll watch it. And it was so good. And I'm like, Dad, this is great. Thanks. You know, it's ending on season four. That's fantastic news. I also had a note here that it's kind of interesting that the early screenings of Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Have you heard about this, Chris? Yep, oh, I boy. have. Things are disastrous for the early screenings of this movie, and already they're forcing James Wan to go in and do massive reshoots for the movie, which might potentially delay the release of this film. It's just never-ending with DC, man. I don't know why they don't just let him do what he has to do. James Wan is a very capable filmmaker. Maybe it's something that these early test audiences aren't understanding or seeing. But man, it just couldn't get any worse for that franchise. It's almost like they're trying to like bury it on purpose or something, you know? Man, I think these test audiences are actually all Marvel fans and they're sabotaging <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> I mean, that w- I wouldn't put it past anybody, you know? It's just, it's so bad. So I don't know what they're going to do about that. Yeah, mm. I just thought I'd bring that up. I don't know why. I, I was just, I found that interesting that it was already delayed by sad. a year. Yeah, it was yeah. already delayed by a year. And then with all the Amber Heard stuff, and I guess they had a reshoot to remove her from the movie. And then now they have to do massive reshoots because they're going to remove Ben Affleck, his Batman, from the movie because they don't want to have people continuously seeing Ben Affleck as Batman. And then, oh, by the way, you're not going to ever see him again. So it doesn't <laughs> make sense to see him continuing on in this current universe of things if you're not going to have him continuing on with the character. So, I, you but know, I'm I always don't, curious about that. I don't see why, like, Aquaman is, in James Gunn's layout, Aquaman is part of the Elseworlds. Yeah. yeah. So it can, he can stay in it and 
once Flash hits, like it's going to reset everything and you'll be fine. Everybody's going to realize yeah. that this is the new direction. I, I don't understand it, but hey, they don't pay us $2 to fucking figure this shit out for them, do they? They should. They should. My final headline also pertains to a semi-disastrous superhero movie, and that is Ant-Man in oh, Ant-Man and the Wasp in Quantumania. See, I finally figured out the damn title, and Cocaine Bear actually swallowed up Ant-Man in the box office. It had a drop of 69% of box office gross, which is a franchise high for the Marvel Studios. No other Marvel movie has ever had such a dramatic drop-off in box office grosses in its second week ever. Something that Ant-Man did, people are not happy about it, because I still haven't gone to see it. Like, I really don't think I will at this point. I don't typically let people sway my decision, but you know, as limited time as I have, and it's definitely something, I mean, I did go see Cocaine Bear, but I mean, (laughs) how could I not go see a movie like that? But I think that I might eventually see it, maybe an early matinee one day, but Man, what a disaster that is. And apparently the movie itself is just not that good. And people are not responding to it in a positive way. But yeah, Cocaine Bear, man, it made like $25 million on an $8 million budget. So that's already a hit movie. So good for them. I I think definitely I'd go watch Cocaine Bear before I'd go watch Ant-Man. So uh, do you have any other headlines that you'd want to share? Because, man, I'm out of them. Um, The only thing that I remember reading is um, the SAG Awards happened oh yeah yeah and uh everything everything everywhere all at once man cleaned house cleaned huh? up cleaned because it got so. picture and michelle yo one actress kiha mm-hmm. kwan won best supporting actor just and and when they say that you win the sag it's a pretty good indication of who's gonna win the oscar did brendan fraser win um best I actor didn't see, I, I don't didn't know see i'm gonna look, to look that up, up real quick while you're saying but yeah um like i said the sag awards you know, they're always a pretty good indicator of who is going to be winning at the Oscars. So mm-hmm. let's see what we got. SAG Awards, Best Picture, was everything everywhere at once? Yes, he did win. He, Brendan oh, he Fraser did? won for The Whale. Yes, yeah. he did. All right. So that's good. Best Actress went to Michelle Yeoh and Best Actor in a Supporting Role, Ki Hai Kwan. Oh, wow. Jamie Lee Curtis won for Best Supporting Actress. Wow. That's pretty impressive. The uh, stunt ensemble in a motion picture went to Top Gun Maverick, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. For the television awards, the drama series ensemble was The White Lotus. I still haven't seen that, man. I don't... Dude, I watched it. I don't get the hype. I really don't. Yeah. I, I don't know. I hear, I hear things like that. Like It's a very impartial crowd. You either loved it or you hated it. So it's just... I'm definitely going to have to watch it. Comedy series went to Abbott Elementary. Male actor in a limited series, Sam Elliott from 1883. Jessica Chastain for George and Tammy. Jason Bateman won for Ozark. Jennifer Coolidge won for The White Lotus. Jeremy Allen White won for The Bear for male actor in a comedy series. Would you say that's a comedy series? I don't really see The Bear as a comedy series, though. I don't either. I mean, it has its funny parts, but I wouldn't say comedy. Oh, Gene Smart won for Hacks for female actor in a comedy series. That's awesome. And the final one here is Stunt Ensemble in a TV series won for Stranger Things. Man, they beat Andor, The Boys, House of the Dragon, and Rings of Power. For, That's quite wow. impressive. That's pretty good. 
Yeah, man. I'm glad you reminded me about the SAG Awards. I totally forgot about it. Yeah, man, you weren't kidding. Everything swept house. That's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. They had a lead actor in it. It probably would have won for that, too. More than likely. Actually, it wouldn't because nobody's beating my man, Brendan Fraser. This is the Brendanaissance in full effect, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Hey, it may happen. Oh, I can't wait. Swear to God, if Elvis wins, I'm going to be so pissed (laughs) off. He was on a recent episode of Hot Ones on YouTube, and I was like, if he's talking with that stupid accent still, I am not sitting through this whole thing. And in the preview, he apparently lost it. So it was Austin Butler did. So I was like, you didn't lose it. You got tired of people saying you're an idiot for keep talking like Elvis. (laughs) Anyway, but yeah, if you don't have any other headlines, man, close us out. Thank you guys for joining us for our mini episode of our recently watched and our headlines. Guys, go ahead, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to us. And uh, make sure to leave us a five-star review if you can, please. And then, like I said, subscribe so you know when these episodes come out. These mini episodes, they're really quick listens. So you can listen to them on your way to work or listen to them on your way home. And then you can figure out what you want to watch for the evening on all of our social medias. Make sure and follow us there. Instagram and twitter look up screen addicts podcast on twitter screen underscore addicts and addicts is spelled a-d-d-i-c-s uh on facebook follow us there look up screen the screen addicts podcast and then look up our group the screen addicts fanatics that's where we're really most um active dropping movie trailers movie news tv trailers tv news all the funny memes you can handle as well Um, So that's a very fun place to catch us at. And now we are on TikTok as well. Um, Follow us there, Screen Addicts Podcast on TikTok. We're going to be doing some mini mini movie reviews. Steven, I think a good thing for us to do, we'll split this up, man. You can do the movie reviews, and I'll do some TV reviews. So we get a little bit of both. Let's do it. And awesome. we'll probably toss out some like video clips on there, just random scenes from movies too. People just like maybe that stuff. Hey, how about me and you start reenacting some movies? <laughs> like that rush hour TikTok yes. we did. <laughs> we One million views. <laughs> Perfect. Anyways, guys, thank you. Thank you for joining us uh for the second episode this week. Had fun. Good night. Adios, amigos. Thank you for listening to the Screen Addicts Podcast. Breaking news, Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right, they are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with a brand new beard hedger. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the beard hedger allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using the code SCREENADDICTS for 20% off and free shipping.